Now on WOC, the QC Current puts a focus on our beautiful bi-state riverfront destination. Presented by Visit Quad Cities, it's a weekly look at untold stories of the Quad Cities region and the history, people, events, and businesses that make this area unique. Here's the host of the QC Current, Hannah Ginder. Good morning, QC. I'm Hannah Ginder, and this is the QC Current, a radio show created by Visit Quad Cities with a focus on telling the untold stories of our bi-state, riverfront destination. From little-known history to new innovations to quirky personalities, this show brings you deeper into the Quad Cities and leaves you ready to explore it yourself. This is the Quad Cities, where we're always reaching, always growing, always genuine, and always current. Today, I have Jawan Arrington, creator of the 100 series, joining me on the show. Thanks for being here, Jawan. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. So, okay, to get started, for listeners who are unfamiliar with the 100 series, what's it all about? All right. So... The 100 Series is a lifestyle brand. I started it back in 2015. It's all about promoting positivity, really po- a positive way of living, both mentally and physically. And the way I go about doing that is I do a lot of different projects that are both photography-based and mm-hmm. video-based. And they can vary from theme to theme. But overarching, it's all about giving people an opportunity to share a little bit of their a little bit of themselves, a little bit of their life story um, with the hopes of motivating, inspiring, and empowering others to be the absolute best human they can be. Gotcha. To be 100. Absolutely. All right. So how did the 100 series get started? Man, this, I have to go back a long time, actually, probably pr- uh, more than 10 years. Oh, wow. Actually, with everything, I actually started... Before the 100 series, I've always been big into self-growth, leadership, mm-hmm. and I was involved, actually, with uh, a company called Amway, like, way back. And one thing that we always did was we always went to conferences, leadership conferences, and I just started learning mm-hmm. about all these things that you need to be, that you need to be successful. Started reading a lot of different books about success and what it means to be successful, and one of the overarching themes between everything that I read and everything that I heard was a positive mental attitude about how just believing in yourself, thinking that you can, and surrounding yourself with people that are like-minded and that are also positive thinkers will help you along your journey to success. So gotcha. I had accumulated all this this information, over in, and I was like, okay, I can go about doing my own thing now and around this time now we're looking at like 2014 time frame now a co-worker of mine had did this project that she called 100 happy days where she was just finding something positive in her day to you know spread positivity in her way it could be big small whatever just find something and just share it for 100 days on so social I, media? Yep. I'm guessing. Gotcha. Yep. And I thought that was really cool, and I wanted to do that myself. So I did the exact same thing, but I just tweaked the name a little bit uh, to fit my own personality, and I called it 100 Days of Awesome. Love so, it. <laughs> yeah. So same exact thing. I just I just changed the name a little bit, and I didn't realize how many people were really paying attention to what I was doing. 
mm-hmm. because going to like into like day 97, 98, people were always like, people were already asking me like what I was going to do next. And I honestly like hadn't planned on. <laughs> were you just planning um, on being done 100 days? Exactly. It? Yeah. It was just, just going to be a, a one and done. And then I was going to just, you know, move on with, with my life. And, you know, lo and behold, you know, I would end up brainstorming, finding new things to to do themes on. And I did a theme called 100 Strangers after that where mm-hmm. I met new people every day and, you know, asked them if I could take their picture and mm-hmm. then share that through social media. And this was still like pre-100 series. I was still just doing this on my own personal accounts and all that. So I hadn't officially started it yet. And it wasn't until like a friend of mine, uh, we were just hanging out at, at a coffee shop, um, Cool Beans in Rock Island. And she was saying like, hey, man, you should like brand this. You should like create something around all these projects that you're doing. And I was like, you know, that sounds like a really good idea. I could, you know, give me an, an opportunity to really you know, take all the different things that I had learned mm-hmm. and could actually use that to actually help other people. So I started the 100 series in summer of 2015 with the first project being 100 Days of Awesome People. And I was gotcha. just talking to some friends of mine, people that I thought were doing really cool things in the area. <laughs> Excuse me about things that they were doing, picking their brains on what they do to be successful. Mm-hmm. You know, just another way to give people opportunities. That's really, really what it's all about, is giving people opportunities to learn from people who live among them. And, gotcha. and, it, re- and it, it really took off. Like, that's when it really, like, started taking off. And, you know, I started the, I started the Facebook page officially August 20th. That's like the that's the official birthday of the hundred <laughs> series. Is, yeah, it's August twentieth, twenty fifteen. So we're five years old now. Very cool. Yeah, and uh, we've done so many different projects. I've published a photo book. I've started a podcast. It's it's been a crazy ride. I have an apparel line now, and you know I never would have thought that it would have gotten to the point where it is now. But it's really all just because of the support of the community and everyone in it. Gotcha. So when you initially started and you were interviewing just friends and then random strangers, how did you meet those people? Were they accepting of just this guy asking questions or how did that all go down? Yeah. So the way it started was it started with with people that I knew, mm-hmm. people that you know I had a good rapport with and were, were willing to sit down with me and to let me record them talking, sharing and eventually it did get to the point where people were recommending others to me or people were like just messaging me out of the blue, you know, wanting to get involved. That's awesome. Yeah. And um, usually when people refer people to me, I will, I'll usually like name drop who referred who re- referred them just so that they have a frame of reference. <laughs> and usually I have to kind of do like like what I, I just did and had to explain the 100 series and, and what it is to people. So I've gotten very used to to explaining what I do. I've done it. I've done it many times. I've actually <laughs> created my own mission statement now, and I actually just gave you the mission statement <laughs> just a few minutes ago um, because I knew that people were going to be asking me a lot about what mm-hmm. the 100 series is. So I had to, you know, you know, prepare myself to, even though I'm saying it many, many times, whoever's asking me, they're getting it for the very first time. So. True. 
So I always keep that that in mind whenever I'm approaching a new person about what I'm doing for, you know, asking them if they want to be involved with the 100 series as a guest, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's on a photo project, video project, or on the podcast, that I'm always making sure that they understand what this brand is about. And I want to make it very clear that this is not a a, a project, it's a brand now. It's mm-hmm. It has its own community now. It has its own faces, you could say. Like people, like when they log on to Facebook, Instagram, whatever, you know, they see certain people, you know, that I take pictures of and they automatically associate them with the brand. So, it, gotcha. so it's, it's, Grown, it's grown, yeah, yeah. It's grown way bigger than just a project. It, it is a, a legitimate brand that we have here. All right. So what are all those ways that it's evolved since you first started back in 2015? You mentioned you have some other series now. What are those like? Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, yeah I did the 100 Days of Awesome People in 2015. And I actually took my time with that one. That one took me all the way through the rest of that year and through 2016. Mm-hmm. And then I did 100 Shades, which was where I asked people to just find an object that has some type of significance to them in their life mm-hmm. and just talk about it and talk about why you know they chose that object. And from that project, because, because I did that from, I'm trying to think now, it's been so long now, from 20... <laughs> January, no, sorry, February 2017 to June 2017, I did that. I did that project. And that's where I really started to build the community Mm -hmm. uh, that's now called Team 100. And I started, you know, doing T-shirts at the time. I started, you know, really getting connected with people here in the community, with the arts community, with the fitness community, Mm -hmm. with entrepreneurs, business owners. You know, from doing that project, I really started to get connected with everything that the classes had to offer, which I didn't really have much knowledge of before. But because I was doing this series and I was doing this brand now, I'm learning now more about my own community and about more about the people who are in this community, which is an amazing thing because now I can find more people to connect with because I understand that I can only reach so many people through just myself and my own personal story. Mm-hmm. However, if I can find people of multiple different backgrounds, I have a way better chance of reaching way more people than I could by just myself. And that's the one, that's like the big way that this brand has grown is just from the sheer network of people that are connected through it. Gotcha. So what's the number one goal or takeaway that you hope your audience gets from tuning into the 100 series in all these different ways? That despite the challenges that life may bring you, mm-hmm. that there's always an opportunity for you to reach your goals, to reach your dreams, and to accomplish those dreams. And I say that because I've just talked to so many people who have gone through some incredible hardships in their lives. And despite those, they've chosen to get out of that and to succeed in spite of that. I'll give you an example. Uh, I have a guy who lives here. His name is T.C. Boyd. And he's from Chicago. And my my goodness, like 
he was um, in inner city Chicago. Uh, his brother was a victim of gun violence, lost his brother at a young age, lost his father to, to AIDS at a young age. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was very close to going down that route, but thankfully he was able to get out of that. And now he's, you know, an artist. He's doing music as a way of motivating, as a way of motivating people. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, using his platform uh, to motivate and inspire others through his new rise entertainment. And like he's like, it's an incredible story, very incredible story. Uh, another person, her name is Victoria Viren. She was a ballet dancer. And she had developed brain cancer at a, at a young age. And, mm-hmm. you know, she was able to, you know, after the surgery, she was able to you know, get her mobility back after something like that. And now is teaching ballet to other kids. Wow. Yeah, and she's a, a single mother on top of that. So just there are so many incredible stories about people who just decide to win. And that's the mm-hmm. one thing that I want people to to get from this is that just no, no matter what's going on in your life, you can you can succeed, mm-hmm. no matter what. I and like that. decide to win. Yeah. However, you're gonna frame your story. You get to decide if it's a win. Exactly. Very cool. All right. So you mentioned a few, but what have some of your favorite stories been since this all started? Wow. Yeah. So yeah, like the ones I just said with TC Boyd and. Victoria Vera, those are some of my favorite stories. I share those all the time. Like when people talk to me about about what I do, like those are my my top two that I always share mm-hmm. with, with people because they're just so impactful. For sure. I am. Just some other cool stories that that I, I like sharing are another another business owner in the area. His name is Miguel Rosas. He uh, owns the New Style Barbershop and the the New Style Hair Academy. And he's like one of the one of the top barbers in the area. He's been on game shows with Cedric Alexander for for barber. He does amazing haircuts. Does amazing designs and haircuts. Like he can mm-hmm. design. He can like cut portraits into people's heads. He's, <laughs> he's he's that good. He's now doing this thing where he can like if a man is balding, he he can actually like what's called it's called a hair replacement system. Where he can actually like put hair on their head, and they're not bald anymore. It's really, it's <laughs> really <great>. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that no, no, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, there's just there, there, there are just so many for me to just pick out mm-hmm. from, from all the people. Well, I'll ask you this: What have you learned about people, and maybe even about the Quad Cities as a whole since this started? The one thing that I, I've learned is that it's really hard for me to to dislike someone, especially like when you understand what makes them tick. That's the one mm-hmm. thing that I've under that I learned from talking to so many people and from doing so many of these projects is understanding why people act the way that they act and what makes people do what they do. Like that's the main thing thing that I got from doing the 100 Shades project was mm-hmm. that people had so many different objects that hold significance to them, and while it may seem minute to other people, like to these people, it could be the world. You know, it could be something as simple as a spoon 
yeah, for one guy. And to him, like that spoon was given to him by a significant other, and he had eaten a meal from with that spoon like every day, like since then. Mm-hmm. And like he was like in tears when he was he was giving me he was sharing a story with me, and like it was it was very 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 impactful. There was um, yeah. and maybe it's the whole stranger thing as well. You know, like sometimes people feel more comfortable like sharing things with complete strangers, so yeah. that might also be a big factor with a lot of with a lot of these projects that I do, especially with people that I, I um, when I'm meeting them for the very first time, mm-hmm. that. You know, because, you know, I'm just a new face that, you know, they're more comfortable. There's kind of a safety in that. Like, yeah. I can tell you things, but you're not going to tell everyone else, though. You're going to share it on the 100 series. Right. Gotcha. All right. Do you think this project has changed you personally or this brand has changed you personally? I think so. Absolutely. I think that just from from doing this and from having from with the whole mission being positivity mm-hmm. and promoting a positive way of living i think it puts the standard on me to make sure that i'm living that in my own life as well because i can't teach it if i don't live it myself so gotcha. so like whenever i'm talking to someone or i'm you know doing business with someone i'm always making sure that I'm, i hold myself to a high standard and I also make sure that I hold people who I choose to bring on as a guest to a high standard as well. I won't just pick anyone. I want to make sure that I'm dealing with, with people who who want to receive positivity and who under who and who understand what the brand is about. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, I have like so many re- returning guests is because they get it. They understand what positivity means to me and what it means to this brand and what it means to the community. And, and I, and like, and still like I'm learning still too myself. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not a finished prod project by, by any means. But the one thing that I, I will always make sure to do is I will always be consistent with my own attitude. Mm-hmm. No matter, no matter what's going on. Um, like recently, I, I you know have had to deal with a family tragedy, and you know that really tested my own positivity in in in, in many ways. But I still made sure that I was consistent with with my attitude. I think that's the one thing mm-hmm. that trips up a lot of a lot of people is that you know there could be there could be an, an ebb and flow. Some days they're up, some days they're down. When and there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Our feelings are valid, but I want to make sure that for myself, that when people talk to Juwan, they know exactly, you know, what kind of person they're going to get every single time. Gotcha. All right. So when you have these people and you're sharing their stories, what kind of positivity have they told you that they're getting back in return once their story has been told? I'm sorry. Can you can you clarify that? Are they hearing back from people saying like, oh, my gosh, I saw your story on the 100 series. How's that coming back to them? Does that make sense? Okay. So uh, I think I know what you mean. So, yeah, like sometimes when I share a story and like I'll tag them on Facebook, Mm -hmm. for example, and then their friends and their family will see it. Yeah. And then from there, like they'll 
for like that little blip of time, it's like they get the edification from their own friends and family. Like, wow, you are so cool. Like, I'm so proud of you. Mm-hmm. And being able to just sit back and just like, you know, let that person you know, be the star for a moment or two is extremely rewarding for me because, you know, I think that we all we all want to feel important, you know? We all sure. want to, to feel that what we do matters. So when I can do that for someone, I can bring them on as a guest and then they can they see like how many people support them and even if it's someone that they don't even know, like mm-hmm. that's even more incredible for me because it's like now you're reaching people who you didn't even know existed. And like your story now is having even more of an impact to someone who could live miles away, you know, across the country. And now they know who you are and they're inspired by what you're doing. To me, I think I feel that's incredible. Very cool. All right, Joan. So people that are listening in right now and they're hearing about how cool this brand, the 100 series is, how can they get connected with you? Where can they tune in? All right. So we're just about everywhere. We're on <laughs> Facebook. Uh, if you, you know, search The 100 Series, you'll find us. Or if you want to go to facebook.com slash H-U-N-D-R-E-D series, that's, uh, that's us on, on Facebook. Also mm-hmm. on Instagram at 100 underscore series as well. I also sometimes live stream my podcast on Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash 100 underscore series. So those are the three main ones. There's also 100series.com. And I have a link tree also in my Instagram to all the different portals that I have, the online store um, for shirts and hats and all the different apparels. The stickers are also available there as well. Uh, Links to the podcast on Spotify and on on iTunes. Um, Another huge thing is the podcast I started about a year ago, Mm-hmm. which is now on on Spotify and iTunes. If you just search the 100 Series Everyday Awesome Podcast, it's pretty much what I do already, but I actually can do it like long form. Like I actually sit down like the way we're doing right now yeah. and like get more in depth with the conversations with people. So that's been like what I've been doing, especially here in, in you know the COVID era the last year. <laughs> so that's really been my yep. main my main push has been the podcast. That's been like the the main way I've been building content this last this last year. Gotcha. It lets you do it virtually, safely, yeah. all those good things. All right. So you are pretty much on all the social medias. People should connect up with you. Check out that online store. You're wearing a super cool 100 series shirt right now that our audience yep. can't see, but I can tell you is very cool. <laughs> all right. So what's next for the 100 series? So. Right now, we're still going strong with the podcast. I actually have uh, one lined up for this coming Sunday I'm doing and another one that I'm still trying to schedule with some people. Mm-hmm. Um, also working on uh, a music project where I'm working with artists, music artists from around the Quad Cities and surrounding Midwest region on uh, putting together some original music for the 100 series that we're wanting to you know, get out here uh, by, the end, by the end of the year. So that's another big mm-hmm. project. And along the way, sometimes I, I just throw in projects, you know, <laughs> willy-nilly how I, depending on how I, how I feel or how, I'm, how, or how I'm inspired. 
Mm-hmm. So always be on the lookout because there's always something new coming. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for all that great information. We're going to wrap things up here the way we always do on the QC Current. We're going to ask you about some of your favorite things to do, to see, to eat in the Quad Cities. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. All right. What is your favorite spot for dinner? Favorite spot for dinner? I'm going to go with, let's do Cafe Fresh. Ooh, yum. Uh, Cafe Fresh is amazing food. Agreed. Favorite local cup of coffee? Oh my gosh, it's a it's a, a multi a multi way tie here. Okay, <laughs> I, I can't just choose one. I, I'm gonna we'll go. Allow it. I'm gonna go with three nine two in Davenport, Milton mm-hmm. Coffee in Moline, and Iron and Green in East Moline. Oh, all such solid choices. Favorite place to grab a dessert or sweet treat? Ooh, that's, that's a good one there. No, let's go with Whitey's ice cream. Nice. And do you have a favorite Quad Cities brewery? Uh, right now, Midwest Ale Works. Also in the Rust Belt in East Moline. Yes. And favorite way to spend a free Saturday afternoon in the Quad Cities? Oh, man. You know, I you know I have to say, I, I do photo shoots a lot, you know. <laughs> That's really my thing is doing photo shoots with my friends and, you know, just, you know, building awesome, you know, lives and just enjoying each other's presence, you know. Awesome. And last question of the day. What's one thing every visitor to the Quad Cities must do? Check out the 100 series, <laughs> but uh, other but but outside of that, definitely got to check out you know all the places I just mentioned. You know the 392 Midwest Dale Works. We have so many cool local shops and breweries mm-hmm. that you know definitely support support the local businesses here because you know these are everyday people out here just trying to make a living, just trying to make their own dreams come true. And the least we can do is go out and support them. So go check it out. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today, Juwan. No problem. Thank you for having me. I'm Hannah Ginder, and this has been the QC Current. You've been listening to the QC Current, presented by Visit Quad Cities, the official destination management and marketing organization for the Quad Cities region. Learn more about us, our region, neighborhoods, and community partners at visitquadcities.com and connect with us through your favorite social media sites. Tune in next weekend for another episode of the QC Current on WOC News Talk 1420.